expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 56 points this morning from last week's close at 17,843 on turnover of 5.2 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan moved sharply lower from the previous session to close below 18,000 points for the first time in almost a month, hurt by losses on U.S. markets amid concerns over possible rate hikes by the Federal Reserve. Downward pressure was present throughout the session, first with the electronic sector, but then spreading to many non-tech stocks, pushing the TIEX below 18,000 points for the first time since December 24, 2021. Anti-crime officials are warning the public after it saw an increase in the number of online shopping scams. The Criminal Investigation Bureau says last year, more than 5,600 shopping scams were reported to the police, and these numbers appear to be on the rise. Victims lost more than 300 million NT. The CIB has warned the public to be vigilant over such fraud and not to scan QR codes sent by anyone they do not know. The Bureau says anyone who encounters such a suspicious situation should call 165 to contact the Anti-Fraud and Internet Scam Hotline. In international news, Russia rejects a British claim that it is seeking to replace Ukraine's government. Meanwhile, the U.S. again warns Moscow against invading the country. AP correspondent Julie Walker reports. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says while he won't comment on British intelligence reports, it is part of the Russian playbook. We've been concerned and have been warning about exactly these kind of tactics uh, for weeks. Uh, and we've talked about that uh, that publicly, uh, that uh, Russia would try to, uh, in some way, uh, topple or replace, uh, replace the government. He says the U.S. is putting in writing its concerns and ideas for the way forward for Russia to engage with Ukraine and preparing for various outcomes. You build up your defense, you build up your deterrence on the one hand, you engage in diplomacy and dialogue on the other. Uh, that's the way uh, that uh, I think it makes the most sense to carry this forward. Ultimately, we've given right. Russia two paths. It has to choose. Blinken made his comments on NBC's Meet the Press. I'm Julie Walker. Police in Brussels have fired water cannons and tear gas to disperse violent demonstrations against COVID-19 vaccinations and restrictions. Police say the protest in the Belgian capital Sunday drew an estimated 50,000 people, some traveling from France, Germany and other countries to take part. It followed demonstrations in other European capitals on Saturday. That also drew thousands of people who are against vaccine passports and other requirements that European governments have imposed in hopes of ending the coronavirus pandemic. In Brussels, video images showed black-clad protesters attacking a building used by the European Union's diplomatic service, hurling projectiles at its entrance and smashing windows. 
Brussels police say 70 people were detained, and three officers and 12 demonstrators required hospital treatment. The president of Armenia has announced his resignation, complaining that his office is not granted sufficient powers to allow him to be an effective head of state. Armen Sarkisian was chosen as president by the national parliament in 2018, as Armenia was transitioning from a presidential system of government to a parliamentary one. In his resignation statement Sunday, Sarkisian said that when he decided to take the post, he believed the new presidential institution would have tools, opportunities to influence foreign economic and investment policy. But he said the president does not have the necessary tools. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.